It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. You can find Brett at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter, and you can find our guest, Ben Verlander, on Twitter at Ben Verlander. And we're, this is part two of our epic interview with Ben Verlander, the brother of Justin Verlander. And it was so epic that we had to break it down into two shows. So here is the continuation of the show that starts right now. Yeah, I think with the Miles Straw thing, it just shocked a lot of people. We even had um, Robert Flores from MLB Network the night before the trade deadline, you know, came up, expired. And his name never came up. I mean, and that was what was most shocking. And obviously they wanted Chas McCormick to get more playing time is what it appears. And so that's the move they decided to make. Now I know that um, I have read that they were in on, um, on Matan for a while. They really liked his spin rate. They liked his swing and miss stuff. And, so with this offense, I know you and I covered the offense a little bit. I went back, and of course now, I'm, I'm going to preface this. This isn't like a gotcha question, but I know in the beginning of the season, the Astros weren't in your, in your top five offenses power ranking. What have the Astros done this year to move into that top five that, that maybe you think has, I mean, moved them up? Because clearly there were other offenses and other teams that going into the season – that other people were picking, hey, these are going to be the top teams. What have the Astros done to move up there? What are they so great at, you know, the outside looking in? They're great at everything. They're great at everything. They're great at uh, their approach at the plate. They're great at hitting the ball out of the yard. They're great at, you know, uh, being clutch, being having the right guy up at the right time. And it's hard to not have the right guy up at the right time when your lineup is as deep as it is. Um, they're incredible. And they are from top to bottom. And, you know, it's just been it's been really cool because obviously I have a connection with the Houston Astros and, and always will. And, and I, you know, I know the Cranes well and my brother has is a part of this organization. And now that I work in baseball, um, you know, I, I kind of have had to take a little step and, and not be like a homer, if you will. And, but it, you know, what's been really cool is, is being a part of this organization and this franchise in 2017, when the team and my brother went out and won a world series um, and seeing everything that happened the following year and the following years, and now getting to the point where the Astros are the best offense in baseball. And it's really cool to see and it's not because of anything other than the talent on the field. It's not because of anything other than than Altuve and Bregman and Jordan and Brantley and that and, and Correa and that core of guys. Um, they're just really, really good. And they're they're shutting up all the haters, if you will. And um, it's it's pretty cool to watch them literally become the best offense in baseball. Like everybody knew they were, to be quite honest with you. So right here, this question posed from Mr. Corona. He's one of our regulars. 
White Sox versus Astros ALCS 2021. What say you, Ben Verlander? Oh, that's a tough one, man. This is <laughs> this is the battle. When I look at the two best teams in the American League, it's those two. You know, I look at the Red Sox, and they've had an incredible year, and they're a great team. I'm really disappointed in what they did at the deadline. Um, going out and adding Schwarber is going to, you know, he's, he's a good offensive bat, but I felt like they could have done more in their situation. So I look at those two teams as the Chicago White Sox and the Houston Astros as the best teams in the American League. And I truly believe that's going to be an incredible battle between the two. Um, look, what it's going to come down to, because if you look at the, the two rosters on paper, it's tough to beat the White Sox. You know, they, they have a from top to bottom a dynamic rotation. They have a great uh, offense. And then you have, uh, you know, a bullpen that they just bolstered by getting Kimbrell to bridge the gap to Liam Hendricks. But what the Astros have that they do not is experience. And we've seen it time and time again that matters. Getting the big hit at the right spot. Having guys come in to pitch that have that experience. And the top end of that Astros rotation has that experience and, and knows how to win games in the playoffs. And not only the playoffs, but win games at the, in the World Series and to win games in the ALCS. And then to add guys at the bullpen, I truly believe what they did at the deadline could be what gets them to the World Series. So, look, I'm going to go ahead and take the Astros over the White Sox simply because of that experience. And I think that is what gets them over the top. Wow, Ben, I think you just became every one of our followers' favorite guest <laughs> right there. But I, you know, I like the analysis. I can't argue with it because it's from an outside looking in. You have to look at all different sports. And Johnny says the Tigers scare him. Hey, <laughs> the Tigers are building something. Let me tell you, man, yeah, yeah. I get jealous every time I think of A.J. Hinch being their manager. I just yeah. I, I still think he's one of the best managers in baseball. So what about the AL East? Are they just going to beat each other up over there? Just uh, trying to win the AL East and then the, uh, the playoff and everything? You know, what's scary is that AL East is really, really good. And there's four teams that I do not want to see in the playoffs. And, and you know you're going to see one of them. You know you're going to get at least one in the playoffs. And, you know, I look at what the what the Blue Jays did by going out and adding Jose Barrios, and it's the perfect pickup for them. They needed that. They needed pitching. Uh, and they just implemented themselves right in the thick of things in that AL East. But you look at the Red Sox, they're good. You look at the Rays, they always do well uh, in the playoffs. You look at the the Yankees, and you look at the the Blue Jays, who aren't the sexiest pick right now to, to win or to do anything. Um, but, you know, it's it's always a, a rivalry between the Astros and the Yankees in the playoffs and a fun one at that. Um, but I, I don't know if, if, if I'm picking one of those four teams to not make the playoffs for sure. I'm probably taking the Yankees because they just haven't been a lot of fun to watch lately. Yeah, I know a lot of Astros fans would like to bet on Justin Verlander coming back to Houston Astros. Uh, Brett, tell us a little bit about betonline.ag. Yeah, so betonline is the fastest way to get all your sportsbook act. Baseball season we know is in full swing. And act before the next pitch of the next Astros game, if you want to see how many home runs Jordan Alvarez is going to hit against the Dodgers, even if he pinch hits, go check out betonline.ag. Um, if you want to check out the UFC action that's going to happen here in Houston, Coming up August 7th, 
at the Toyota Center. Go to betonline.ag. If you want to bet on who's going to make it to the Super Bowl, will Tom Brady go to the Super Bowl again? Will Aaron Rodgers go to the Super Bowl again now that he's with the pack? All the information you need is right there. So head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today. You'll get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online is your sportsbook experts. Use the promo code locked on. All righty. So if you're trying to get to the baseball field to watch your Houston Astros, you want to make sure you have a working automobile. So uh, go to rockauto.com. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, rockauto.com is a great place. Whether you're driving, I'm sure. Um, Ben's got that sweet Maserati he's rolling in or someone's rocking the Dodge Voyager minivan or, you know, you're rocking the Titan or whatever it is you ride, drive. They have the parts for your car. Why go to a storefront? Why get upcharged because you're not a professional mechanic? I mean, you're an average everyday guy like us three. You want to save money. You don't want to spend out the wazoo just just to get a part change or just to replace a part that you can do. So go to rockauto.com. It's easily navigable. Their prices are 30, 50, sometimes 100% cheaper than what you get in the store. And saving money is the name of the game. Whether you're going to Sugarland Skeeters to watch an up-and-coming Astro, or whether you're going to Minute Maid to watch Justin Verlander pitch, it doesn't matter. Rockauto.com has all the parts that you need. And when you check out, I want you to write in the where did you hear where did you hear about us box? I want you to put locked on Astros and let them know that we sent you. Rock Auto, reliable low prices, amazing website, all the parts you'll ever need at rockauto.com. Okay, and so uh, it, I think you already just picked the Astros to win the ALCS. So uh, who do you see coming out of the National League? I got a hot take for you in the National League. This is okay. a real hot take. My pick to win the National League is the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, I'm taking the Milwaukee Brewers because – like I said earlier, pitching wins in the playoffs. You look at the top three in their rotation, Brandon Woodruff, Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta, tough, really tough top three of the rotation. And then you advance into the bullpen, and you look at guys at the back end like Williams and also a guy like Hayter at the back end of that bullpen. They're tough to beat. They're tough to get any runs on. This pitching staff is the best in, in, in baseball, arguably, from, from the rotation to the back end of the bullpen. And this lineup, adding a guy like Eduardo Escobar, is exactly what they needed right there in the middle of that lineup. Yeah, so that that's really is a odd take. I, I wouldn't have definitely um, pictured you saying that. So that was definitely out of left field, or uh, that's definitely flipping a bat there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, so... Um, so uh, H-Town Wheelhouse is back. So um, so who wins the AL um, West? That's definitely – we saw how good the Giants were. We you know mean NL West? NL whatever. Yeah. NL West. We saw how good the Giants were. Uh, we saw – we know that the Dodgers have um, added some talent, and we know the Padres, at, if they can get healthy, uh, they could be as good as anybody. So who do you see winning the NL West? Look, I think it all comes down to to the deadline and who did what at the deadline. And the the Los Angeles Dodgers had the best trade deadline of anybody. They they won the trade deadline. If you can go out and add a Max Scherzer and a Trey Turner, I, I didn't even know that was possible to get those two guys in the same deal. And I truly believed that NL West was a toss-up heading into the deadline. And then the Padres go and add a guy like Adam Frazier that makes that lineup so deep. 
And I said this before everything went down. I said, if the Padres can add a pitcher, it doesn't need to be Max Scherzer. It can be a guy like Jose Barrios or a John Gray. I think they win the NL West. And and they didn't. They just kind of, they didn't go get a pitcher. And not only did they not, that the, the Dodgers went out and made the move that, that nobody saw coming and made their already probably most talented roster in the NL West. They went out and made it a lot better. So... I really believe the the Dodgers put themselves in a position to win that AL West just because of what they did at the deadline. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. I think, you know, the Giants, I really didn't think that we would continue to see them at top. I thought maybe it was uh, they got hot, and but they've been able to sustain. And one of the things I noticed in the three games against the Giants, and Eric, Eric actually pointed this out, and I started watching for it, like every first or second batter in almost every inning gets on base. They just hit, and then they just pitch well. And if they pitch into mistakes, they hit out of it. And the Giants, without having megastars until they got, you know, Bryant. I mean, you know, Crawford is, is you know, an all-star type player. You've got, you got Duggar who has his moments. you got, you know, Yastrzemski. Um, Duff has been really, really well. Um, but the Giants aren't superstar laden they don't have the tatis jr they don't have the mookie bets and they've sustained it so i don't mind the aos beating up on each other i i love the giants out there and i was fairly disappointed in, in their trade deadline i i felt like look you're a surprise team to many you know to start the year it's safe to say nobody had them winning the nl west um but it got into the year it got a month in and the narrative was okay the Giants are playing better than they are. And then it got a few months in and it quickly became, and I don't know if, you know, I'm sure people still feel this way. I, I certainly don't feel that way anymore. These Giants are the real deal. They're a great team. And there's there's no fluke about them being on top of the NL West. And they're also beating up on the Dodgers of late. Uh, and the Dodgers went out and made a huge splash and at the trade deadline and did something about it. And I just felt like I wanted more out of what the Giants did at the deadline. I know last second they swoop in and get a Chris Bryan, who is going to be a great addition for them. I just wish they did more at the back end. I wish they did more in that uh, in the bullpen and added a pitcher maybe in the rotation. Because, look, you may, you may have a young team that you didn't expect to be as good as they are this year and say, okay, you know, we're kind of going to stand pat and, uh, you know, we're not going to sell a lot of our prospects for guys right now because we know we are a young team. But you know who's also going to be a really good team for a long time? The Padres and the Dodgers. They're not going anywhere. So when you get yourself in a position in a year like this where you have a few-game lead after the All-Star break, go for it, man. Just go all in, go for it, and, and try and win in a year where you weren't expected to. Um, crystal ball, who, uh, what's the outcome of this Dodgers versus Astros two game series? Oh, the outcome <laughs> of the series. This is tough. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say they split. I think, look, I look at a guy like Walker Bueller, who is having a very under the radar, incredible season. Walker's ERA is right around two. Yeah, it's like um, one nine so one. I think it's a what? I think it's like one point. I think it's one nine one, isn't it? <laughs> it's two nineteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, so it's, okay. It's right around two, and he's going out every night and just dominating. 
Um, but what I do think is going to happen is I think the Astros are going to beat up a little bit on Max. And I think it's going to be kind of a, a, a cool night and a fun night for Astros fans. I, I just think that feels like something the Astros do. Like I said earlier, they've embraced, embraced the villain role, if you will. And this night just kind of feels like, okay, we're facing the Dodgers in L.A. You've got your new guy on the mound, the guy that didn't want to come play for us, the guy that you brought in specifically to beat us in a big series. And it just feels like a game that I don't know. It just feels like one of those games where Altuve leads off with a homer and the Astros put up like four or five runs on him and they win that game. I like it. I showed this to uh, Brett before the show, but this is hilarious. Uh, this is um, Max Scherzer's picture on the MLB <laughs> website. <laughs> they don't even he have is, <laughs> He is L.A. <laughs> That's incredible. So I just wanted to show you all that real quick. Uh, I, I got a good laugh with that. But, yeah, I think that um, if any game, the Astros will probably win that second one. But uh, Carlos Correa does have a career home run off of Bueller, so we'll have to see. And that's definitely going to be the one that there's going to be a lot of tension in. And I think the umpires are definitely going to be looking at both sides. Uh, we saw them. We saw that uh, Brooks Raley got the th three-game suspension for uh, throwing at the the Padres, uh, no, no, the uh, Mariners hitter uh, was uh, who was it? Um, it was J.P. Crawford. He hit yeah, with the curveball. Yeah, yeah. Brooks, then, Brooks, the killer Rayleigh. He is so <laughs> vindictive. He's he's got this horrible reputation in Major League Baseball for headhunting. It was, you know. So, um, game one of the playoffs. Who would you start? Which one of the Astro starters would you start, Ben? Oh, good question. Um, for me, it's a toss-up between uh, McCullers and Granke. I think what what the Astros are getting out of out of Garcia this year has been incredible. Um, but I just think those those are the guys that have the experience. Um, this is tough, and and if if Lance keeps throwing great, this just it feels like Lance's team. You know, this is the Astros are Lance's team, and it, and it always has felt that way. Um, so if those two are, are a toss-up going into the playoffs, I'm, I'm going to give the ball to Lance and say, hey, man, you're our guy. Go get him. So I know you already said the Astros are going to World Series, and you called the, um, the uh, Brewers going to the World Series. So who wins the World Series in your eyes? Uh, wow. Oh, good question. Man. We're like we're like we're like pressing Ben hard tonight, aren't we? <laughs> See, I was yeah, I was I, I was a little more softball when you came on with me, man. <laughs> Eric's like bringing up the heat. Sorry, I didn't prepare you for that. <laughs> Look, I I feel like I and I haven't even I haven't even gotten this far. I got to my World Series prediction, and I feel like people in here are gonna hate me if I take the Astros, but I've or if I don't take the Astros, but I've kind of gone all in on this Brewers team, um, and I feel like I just. I kind of, I kind of, I need to, um, I need to go all in on this Brewers team. I love what they're doing. Look, I, I love what the Astros have done. I love, I yeah. love this organization. <laughs> they hold a soft spot in my heart, but for lack of more so for just not being a Homer, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the Brewers. So I don't take the Astros here in every single question I answer. There you go. No, I, you know, I like that because we we want you to have your own opinion. It would be interesting to go against the Brewers because of the history. Because when Jim Crane purchased the Astros, Bud Selig was not going to allow the Astros to be sold unless 
Jim Crane agreed to move the Astros to the American League. We know the other team in consideration was the Brewers. The Brewers and their executive branch or group had Bud Selig's daughter. She didn't want to go to the AL. So I remember Lance Berkman actually got fined, I believe, for saying something about how they got extorted. or Like he said something controversial and MLB fined them because they were really ticked off about being shoved over to the American League. And so because, you know, growing up, I mean, that's that's all I knew was National League. I, I mean, I remember watching baseball before it was even interleague. And so um, so that would be an interesting twist, the Brewers and the Astros, because of that initial history of us getting to the AL. Well, one, I, I didn't know about that. Uh, I didn't know about that little. That's actually a pretty cool fact there. So that would be interesting. Look, I know. And, and I work for Fox and my podcast is there and I'll do some I'll do the playoff coverage and World Series coverage. I'm not I'm you know, Fox doesn't want a, a Brewers, a Brewers World Series. What they want and what would be awesome for the world to see is an Astros versus Dodgers World Series. And, and I think if you're looking at it right now and, and look, the Dodgers are the favorite to make it to the World Series out of the National League. You got to believe now with everything they did. I just I, I don't want to make that prediction, you know, like that's boring. I don't want to say, yep, the, the, the Dodgers are going to make it. But if we could end up getting a Dodgers versus Astros World Series, which one, if that is the case, I'm taking the Astros to win it. Um, but th- that's what every that's what the uh, what the world wants here. But uh, I do think that would uh, that would also be an interesting little. Uh, you know, tidbit for that World Series if it did end up being the Brewers, and certainly for uh, for the whole Astros organization with everything that happened. So before we go in 30 seconds or less, can you give me some advice? I may be playing in my first wood bat baseball game. I may be pitching an inning and hitting. I need 30 seconds of advice of what I need to do or concentrate on when I'm at the plate. I've never hit competitively with a wood bat. Well, the first thing that comes to mind when I think of you is Shohei Otani. So you already have that going for you. You're already going to be great on the offensive and defensive side. And when it comes to the offensive side, the one bit of advice I would give you is just swing hard in case you hit it. (laughs) I like it. I'm going to take that into Saturday night, and uh, hopefully we won't hear any stories of me being on the IL. So, hey, Ben, thanks for joining us again. It was a pleasure. I know our listeners, we've been talking about you coming on all week since we talked again. I was really glad because Eric wasn't here the first time. Um, and you just you just add you just add so much to the show. Um, Eric, do you have any final thoughts before we go? Uh, yes. Uh, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Of course. Um, so my podcast is called Flipping Bats. Uh, flipping bats with Ben Verlander, and look, it, you know, it, the show means a lot to me. This is my first year as as a member of of the media, if you will, and no longer playing. And and I just want to talk about baseball in the way you guys do. You make the game fun. You make it fun to talk about, and you you make it fun to talk about with the Houston Astros. And what I do is make it fun to talk about with the league as a whole. Uh, my my show is called Flipping Bats, you know, and and that's it's about making baseball fun. And every conversation I have with guys is just about, you know, it, it's 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 wanting to feel like a locker room type of conversation we're having and just back and forth banter, getting to know players. And I've had the pleasure of having some of the best players 
uh, in the league on at this point. And, and it would mean a lot for me for, for you guys to check it out. And it's been an absolute blast. So yeah, flipping bats with Ben Verlander, wherever you listen to podcasts. Alrighty. And speaking of which, if you know any players that you would like to refer to the Locked On Astros podcast, I don't know if you know anybody. Um, we would take uh, gladly take any referrals if you um, <laughs> know anybody. Um, that's not a hint or anything. But uh, thank you once again, Ben, for joining. And um, I'm glad you're finally able to meet Shohei Itani. Uh, was that pretty awesome? I met Shohei Otani, the real Shohei Otani, and I met, and I've now been able to be on the podcast with you <laughs> twice, and and talk to the, talk to you know the Shohei Otani replica. So you'll have to get back to me on how your uh, your wood bat league goes and how pitching and hitting goes for you, because like I said, when I think of you, I think Shohei Otani. So don't let me down. <laughs> Yes, sir. All right. All right. Thank you for joining. And betting on the Astros doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get the daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked on Bets podca- podcast hosted by uh, betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. And uh, once again, Ben, thank you for joining. And a lot of people are going to be subscribing to you now. And guys, go to subscribe to Locked on Astros podcast. And hopefully the Astros will be uh, getting a W versus the um, lovely Dodgers who are going to be booing the Houston Astros tomorrow just a little bit. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on the Locked on Astros podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.